This week on the Push Rollers podcast, we talk about what's happening at Dan's event in Leeds. And we go all in on check-ins, what we're doing, what do you actually say in them, are there some terrible ones out there, what do we do? One, went to a dog show on the weekend, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall's going to bro. Is that all your all your Tinder dates all together joined up in one one event, was it? Yeah. That's, uh, that's exactly what happened, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Random <laughs> up. That's what was happening. A dog show. Talk me for a dog show, Tom. What were you getting there for? Uh, it was only because it was the, how bougie is this? Um, it was the... Also, I'm using because I don't have the I don't have any, I bite my nails. I'm using a pitchfork to open my cat. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, yeah, it was interesting. I went to the Primrose Hill Summer Fair and Dog Show. Um, just lovely. It was nice. Um, it was a bit. It was a bit. Um, yeah, a bit basic posh. of a dog show. A bit posh. A bit posh, isn't it? Uh, Marlowe and Fair was on at the same time as well. So this the kind of the middle upper class had to decide where they wanted to go uh, on that. that Sunday. So <laughs> whether they make the walk down to Marlebone, which is getting definitely more Chelsea vibes now, a little bit more wealth um, since you've been there. Um, but they, the, I think the other people have deserted into the wards, the, the Maidavelle, Primrose Hill, St. John's Wood area. So yeah, it was good. There was most hands, handsome male, which uh, I entered myself in for, which mm-hmm. was good. Um, Didn't win, best- did you? Best bitch, you went in that one. So yeah, best bitch, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a what are the other categories? I want to have a look, see uh, what they were. They were quite funny. I was like, oh, oh, that's fun. Oh yeah, best um, hairdo, best puppy, twelve weeks to one year, uh, prettiest bitch, most handsome male, golden oldies over ten years. So we could both go in that one. Um, best rescue. I'm assuming that's like best rescue dog, not the dog that performs the best rescue on someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They like put a load of scenarios, like another dog in a burning kind of small building yeah. or like yeah. a train going by and you've got to save it from one of the track or they're drowning. Yeah. I think that'd be funnier, but yeah. Uh, and then best in show, I'm assuming, which is the winners of each of those categories. So yeah, there was an interesting, look. a lot of dogs, obviously. Must have been a hundred of them there. Wow, you, know, you you really don't have busy weekends, do you? <laughs> I was seeing my friends, but yeah, that was that was more the case because I've got to spend this weekend fucking up at your thing. So yeah, well, that's, no, that's, that is a complete waste of time. You better go uh, to the dog show. I, I didn't have to. I thought I'd show my support as such a nice friend I am. I was like, I'll come, I'll be there just in case, just in case no one shows up, I'll turn up. Well, uh, yeah, at least there'll be someone there with a couple of friends, you know, you, yeah. you'll be there. So, yeah, exactly. that's, uh, that's fun, isn't it? Yeah, I know the event is on this weekend, which doesn't feel real yet. It feels really weird that it's happening. I think because I'm still here, I think once I fly back and I'm there, I'll be mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, that's actually that's actually what's going to happen. But, yeah, it's uh, it's been nerve-wracking, isn't it? It's been nerve-wracking. 100-odd people listening to what I've got yeah, to say. Man. Yeah, um, very strange. It's fun, mate. It's fun. I mean, yeah, you and like, I guess it's a little bit, yeah, away from what you do normally, right? I'm gonna be Billy Big Box, and I speak in front of people fucking all the time. But yeah. is there? Is I tend to have smaller groups, and uh, yeah, but just because probably I've been in England as well in an ed- education space, mm-hmm. as I end up speaking. But 
yeah, you've got to do do it properly. Nice. Yeah, alongside what well, a few other people have got to speak as well. To be fair, so it's not all on us to um yeah. to to say stuff. But uh, but yeah, no, it, well, hopefully it'll be all right. I'm sure everyone will enjoy it. Look at this topic with the war. We're talking about topics that we're quite confident about, so it's not like it's um it's anything too uh, too out of our comfort zone from that point of view. But it's just um it's just seeing people as well that you obviously work with and know and the first time often in real life seeing them, which is um again for you, you probably used to it all the time doing what you do, but we don't have it's always funny, yeah. I get like the they're like, oh, I'm Tom. Like, and then they're like, yeah, we've watched about a hundred hours of you lecturing. On it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all right, yeah. Well, I've never met you, so what's your name? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's the other thing. So that'll be, I guess, a similar thing for you with in the membership group of people like, and yeah. like the playbook and all that kind of shit. So, I still remember when we like the first ever time that we got kind of drawn from the podcast stuff. And they were like, oh, you, you guys do the podcast? Are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. fun. That's, uh, that's always funny always funny but yeah that'd be fun i'm sure there'll be a couple of podcast listeners there hopefully uh that's all i ask the real reason why i'm going i just want to be known just want to be like yeah there will be i, I it, assume so. i assume there will be i still don't know how many people listen to this still listen to us now from the very start do you know like do you always wonder it's interesting many? i think we've um based off a few messages i've had over the last couple of weeks some people have picked us back up as well I don't know oh, why. Why um, the fuck do they go, fuckers? Well, yeah, where they, they missed about yeah. like eighty episodes, probably. I wouldn't for, like, let you come years. back if it was down to me. <laughs> so what you got to do is go back to listen to the ones that you missed and then catch up because obviously a lot has happened. Uh, you wouldn't have a clue what's going on now. So oh. it must be interesting though because obviously our careers have changed over that amount of time, and what yeah. we talk about has changed massively. Um, yeah, must be. We started off just fucking doing literally just health and fitness advice then i feel like we went into a, a lot more could be bothered with health and fitness and it was just biscuits cereal yeah. coke ice cream that's what we peaked like, i'm not gonna lie i was like we could talk about anything else other than fitness and now we've got into more business wise um yeah. which is interesting i'm sure we'll get out of this and we'll end up basically me and dan have just said we might as well just do a golf podcast but yeah i think that'll be better there's some boring ones out there so with all the bants. They love bants, don't they? Uh, they love using just, the word bants, don't they? I just feel like, I feel like golf need, is really personality-less. Less. It's I, a personality-less like, place. Especially for you as well. I feel like there needs to be some angry people in golf. They're all mm. too nice, aren't they? There needs to be Yeah, like it's just not relatable, is it? It's just not relatable, mate. It's like all a bit too nice. We could be the angry fuckers of golf. Sook's too yeah. nice, so he needs yeah. to be like, get a little bit angry with it. Always like... I'm gonna burn. Yeah. Sorry, um, but yeah, let's. Um, so we're going to talk about check-ins. Um, yeah. I guess from an online coaching perspective, more than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, it's something you obviously teach. It's something that I teach on the PT core, I believe. Um, not something I've. And since what you just described, um, we chatted before about a a certain check-in. And I was like, yeah, we can 100 talk about that. But obviously, we take it for granted for what we do. But also, maybe because we've had coaches previously that have done check-ins that we like and we've taken mm. bits from, I'm assuming that's the case. And yeah, not or we just, yeah, value fucking time. And um, I want to do now, so let's set a little 10 minute, temp, because we'll spend the time on check-ins because I think that's that's highly valuable for personal trainers, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but we'll spend 10 minutes just talking about talking through your event. So everybody that's not going can get a little bit of FOMO and can see what they're missing out on. Mm. I've got to find the fucking email. <sighs> I'll just type in Mike. Just finding that email. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, basically we're, our theory here with the event was to take someone through everything they need to know about social media marketing uh, and, and effectively then getting clients through the door off the back of it. Because I think too many people also, focus on... What I'm aspects. also not happy about as well, because I used, obviously I used Apple Pay or whatever to buy, which is attached to a different email. So now I have two emails on your email list. Not happy about um, delete one, spammed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> spammed. Um, yeah, so we... Um, I mean, so we thought we'd take it through from sort of inception through to like client coming on board. And so we're starting off with basically understanding what a niche is. Some people talk about a niche. They don't really know what a niche is. They don't really understand what that means, what that looks like, what they need to know about a niche. Um, they uh, still think it means... The American listeners? What, what is that word that you're saying? There we go. <laughs> it's not, I'm sorry. There's no niche tea in it. Sounds fucking stupid. There's no tea in it, is there? Um... Snitch, niche. There's no, there's no tea in it. Um, yeah, and the people think it means like, oh, man, 22, likes the guitar, enjoys playing sport. Like, it's like, no, that's not a niche. That's not a niche or a niche. It's, um, it, it goes much deeper than that. It goes into other other areas like personality types and uh, relatability, passions, all those sorts of things. So we go deep into that because it's something that we feel we're quite good at. I feel like we've got a very unique niche ourselves. And when we had fat loss and nutrition clients, again, same thing. We, we spoke to a certain niche. There's a reason we did lots of things with content and things that we did throughout. So we start with that. And then we're going to talk through how to then get your personality through um, social media. So how to get your personality across within your content with one of my clients who's managed that very, very well. Um, so you speak in that. And then we've got, Sean Casey's coming on to talk about how to grow your followers because again, everyone wants to grow their followers. So they have more people, you know, but it's only useful doing that if they're in your niche. So again, there's a reason we start with a niche and the whole day is basically taking people through that, like I said, that flow. So niche. And then after that, we then I've got Simon Mitchell on to talk about why again, views and re, you know, real views and likes are just basically pointless and they don't actually mean anything unless people are actually clicking through to, things like your lead magnet and that you're actually making sales off the back of it. So, you know, it's really important to make sure those people who are in your niche are then taking action on your content and doing something with it rather than just liking it and moving on and scrolling on past. Like what is it they need from you to then, you know, effectively come into your world, into your business. And we've got Mike Samuels there to talk about email marketing, about why email is the best place to then sell, why you can still put personality into your emails, why it's still the best place for you to make sales for clients, build better relationships and have a more profitable business in the long run. Um, and also you're not at the hands of Instagram, whereby if you got hacked or Instagram went down tomorrow or reach just plummeted, you've got a list of people who you know are interested in what you do and you can take that with you anywhere. Um and then finish it with me and Mike, and then bring it all together and explaining what this can look like in terms of someone's business and revenue and talk about how you know how many followers some people have got who you would assume they'd have more or less based on their revenue, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so bringing it together and, and, and kind of showing you that those things and that pipeline is really, really important, but it has to start with the niche effectively. Like if you try and do all the other stuff without having a niche, you're not going to be as successful um, in our opinion. So yeah, basically that's the, that's the that's the plan. It's taking people through that over the day, um, because I think 
people go one of two ways, either focus too much on followers, do whatever they can to get followers in, then they can't actually sell to them. Um, or they focus so much on their coaching and how good a coach they are that they don't use social media properly whatsoever. Um, and, and don't use mark, don't use an email list certainly. Um, and then worry why, wonder why they can't get, you know, leads to the door regularly. Stuff like that. So yeah, that's the, that's the plan. That's, that's kind of what we're talking through. Um, hopefully it'll be fun and engaging and really boring. Um, I'd like to think that anyway. But you know, we'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you'll tell forward. us if it is. Yeah, mate. I'll be right. I'll come up on stage and be like, "Can we? Can we move on?" No. Okay. Wonderful. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. What should I bring? I feel like I've got to bring something to like. These are all. These are all your like your little. I don't know all your people that bought into you, Dan, and then yeah. I'm there as just like. Because yeah. you bought into us as well, Tom. That's why you're there. I know. I pay. I I pay for the tickets. Yeah. How, how insane is that? I'm getting down a mic to buy me fucking rounds all night because I'm just like pay yeah. for the tickets to to bring two of my students up. Like which is both yeah. called. But I was meant to message you as well. I'm assuming everything's just under my name. But if you can write Sam on one of or both of them actually because they're both fucking called Sam. Uh, yeah, it'd be yeah. wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I better um, write it because if you write it on their lanyards, they'll never read it. So it's probably best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sam C, Sam P. Just write that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Easy. And you can, yeah, then stay in because one of them was meant to be Clark, but you can write Clark on one of them because it'd be funny and give it to one of the Sams. So it was, but oh, that's the guy who found up. Sorry, uh, he couldn't come. So it's fine. Um, yeah, it should be fun. It's 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 super interesting because I'm not really like I guess it's more when I go to those uh, fitness events now. It's generally the talks that I go to or would. Have a hazard of like listening to is more business based stuff or marketing based stuff, and mm-hmm. definitely the more the content I take in now is that, um, and still a little bit of like fitnessy stuff just because I need to see what's current and what people are wasting their time on. Um, mm. But I don't think my message has ever changed, so it'll be interesting from my perspective as well because I can do some learning, hundred percent. Though probably I fall into that second category of um, probably have focused a lot on my coaching throughout the last ten years. And not yeah. enough on uh, selling shit. So there you go. So yeah, yeah Tom, will, Tom will learn loads from it. I reckon you just won't admit it. So oh yeah, no, I'm gonna I'll point out all the mistakes, all the mistakes yeah. that Dan makes, and in the first bit. So I'm gonna be wide awake, 10 a.m. I've got, I've got to watch, I've got to watch all those things I say too rough, far too regularly and too often. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be playing like Dan Bingo. So yeah. if anybody wants to join me, um, it'll be like it's one of those uh, things where I got one of those things that. where. <laughs> <laughs> I say again too many times. I say again, again, again. You don't, you're not you're a like person. You don't always say like to no. Uh, don't say like those things. Much. If if you compare anything to accountancy, um, that's yeah, being an accountant. That'd be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the thing. So well, yeah. If anybody wants to play Dan Bingo, it's a little bit too early at ten a.m. or ten fifteen to start drinking. But I'm sure, we'll wow. do that later. Might make the day more fun, mightn't it? So. <laughs> I'll be there. To, uh, yeah, we'll be shot for us, just in case people just like, need a drill drink. They can make. A I just hate it Irish. when I know that I do that. Like I hate it. I hate it. Ugh, yeah. It winds me up when I say the same. And I just know. I and I know after I've said it, and I'm like, why it doesn't make any sense that I've just said it there? Why? But you just Happens, you just can't stop. You just can't stop. No, we all, we're all the same. Everyone's got them. But I don't think I you notice them in other people as much as you do yourself. Obviously, yeah. And then when people point it out, you're like, great, I cannot not think about it now. And you're yeah. like, great. I I say correct. 
a lot. Correct, you do. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I say cool for like... Yeah, but I think I feel like one words are okay. I think like one word is all right. It's when you have a, a saying, do you know, it's a bit like, oh, cringe. I'm like, okay. I, I think I say, okay, cool. As like a recognition kind of thing. Because I'm like, okay, cool. So yeah, kind you of like, that, yeah. I'm like, can you give me some feedback? Um, can you tell me you've understood? Okay, cool. And then they're like, yeah. blank face, correct. And I, I like using the word correct because I think it was actually my boss at Brentford used to, he used to use, so I, I took one thing from him because I hated the word perfect. He used to say, uh, oh, perfect. I'm like, it was not perfect. That was a terrible thing. Oh, perfect. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, mm. And he used to say correct a lot. And I was like, I took that instead. So, not that I had to take something from my boss, but you just spend a lot of time around him. So I was just like, fuck's sake, that's, that's staying with me. Correct. I'm sure I can get out of that, but correct. I think people like being called correct, like told they're correct. It's a good thing. So, oh, correct. Yeah. I was correct. Thank you. If you've got your sure. teachers write correct on your paper, you're like, boom. That's grade true. A. I mean, Dan, you wouldn't know that. So, it's fine. Oof, harsh. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was about probably about 10, no, nine minutes, pretty much bang on. All right. We'll t- stop talking about that awful, awful shit. Probably should have just kept that. I can do the maths. I'm sure I can. Right. Um, we'll talk about check ins. Check ins. What else did I do on the weekend, Dan? Um, I went because uh, I went couch, to Rich- maybe. <laughs> I went to Richmond and saw the Ted Lasso pub. That was fun. Um, not as a tourist, but I hadn't been there for a while since Ted Lasso had been a fit. And uh, yeah, they haven't merchandised it as much as I thought. But I'm, I'm should I get you a hat? There's like a little yeah. mustache and like glasses hat that you can get. You'd, I think you'd like that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, little, little baseball hat or something like that. Uh, I might go back because I was like, I want one of them. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be obnoxiously uh, like expensive, like 40 quid or something like that. But yeah, annoying. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought they'd have gone to town on that. The fact it was a yeah, I think it's because it's Richmond. I feel, it's I feel like they're like oh football. I don't know. They're like it's a proper like play cricket in the in the village green and play and you're like five minutes from Twickenham, aren't you? Like proper yeah. rugby crowd. And they're like oh football. Ugh. Don't want to do that. Like yeah, obviously I wouldn't. Right. So I went down there to uh, watch the Man City game. So wonderful. Mm. Which I guess we should uh, say, but I'm sure they're all listening. The Man City uh, players, well done, guys. Good job. Oh, they'll be listening. Don't you worry. Jack Grealish. I reckon Jack Grealish has only just recovered from his uh, from his hangover. <laughs> I I kind of like Jack Grealish. I didn't really like him for a long time. But I, I really kind like, of him. like him. Yeah, I really I like he's, him. I think he's I think he's a good lad. I think he's just honest. I, but I also think he can't be anything else because I don't think he has that kind of no. computing power. <laughs> I think the more you get, the more you see of him, the more you realize that. Anything he's ever done has never been um, through any sort of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not, he's not got a bad bone in his body. Like he's not doing, he's, anything he's done no. bad, it's just because he's an idiot. It's just yeah. like he's a lovable, lovable idiot, isn't he? He's not, he's never been vindictive or anything like that on purpose. He just, he's just an idiot. He's just made mistakes <laughs> like that. That's what I feel like with him now. I like, I love that. Just the, uh, his faces. Have you seen like there's a like a, a big guy man on, on like TikTok or like Instagram of just like Jack Grealish's best moments? And they'll be like him when he was at the England camp, and they were like, Oh, Jordan Henderson was like, Oh, you've got a pin, pin where you closest on this map where you come from. And he's just like looking at it like, 
is that the UK? <laughs> it's just like, doesn't, doesn't have a clue. It's like, oh yeah. my God. And then um, I don't know whether you've um, seen, who's the, the guy on TikTok, that comedian? He, he does the, uh, oh, I can't remember his name now. It'll come to me. But he was like, you have a, a beautifully symmetrical face. And he was just like, so confused as he walked past. He's the, uh, the Greeters mm. Guild guy. The greatest doesn't know what that guy. means, I suppose. Uh, he's just like, what? And then he walks by past, he's like, that guy says he's in a fit to you. Like, he's just like, <laughs> so he did it outside like Man City training camp. Uh, it's quite funny. Um, if anybody doesn't know the Greeters Guild, do yourself a favour and uh, go look at him on TikTok. He's so funny. So funny. All right, check-ins, Daniel. Um, should we explain our ones or do you want to explain why we wanted to talk about this or kind of whatever yeah i think it's come about from from this week of of making sure that really your business is bulletproof from a point of view of of, of service delivery and, and kind of what you're offering um yeah because i think a lot of people um overlook the fact that with all this stuff we talk about with sales and marketing social media all this sort of thing if you can't coach someone and get them a result when they're in your business, you're kind of like trying, it's like trying to fucking paddle upstream. It's just like constantly going to be an uphill struggle and an effort because you really shouldn't be churning that many clients. If, if they come into your business, the reality is, you, you know, me and Mike see all the time, you should be looking to try and get net two clients a month. Uh, we talked about this before, I think. And, and, yeah. you know, yeah, that means that every, I would say every two months you might lose a client. Uh, initially uh fat loss nutrition client initially if you've taken on two 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 and two and two it shouldn't be really until month four or five you get someone consider dropping off really and that's me being you know um that's that's excluding like personal circumstances really you know bad issues cropping up um and it got me thinking this week because we've we've been doing a bit of an audit on some of our coaches and how, how their services and get them to send us their check-ins and stuff. And I just think it's really important that people realize that we talked about this before about coaching being a skill. Um, it's a, it's a skill that requires a lot of different traits, a lot of different um, abilities, but I just think we need to move away from this concept of what value is and understand that it's not just about bombarding people with loads of stuff. Um, if anything, that shows that you're inefficient and you're not actually a great coach, in my opinion. If you have to send someone loads of videos and you have to do a really, really long check-in for no other reason than you think it needs to be long so that they can see some value, then you're doing it very, very wrong. Um, especially if you work with busy people, like everyone is busy. Everyone's time is precious. Um you do not want to waste a second of it. So everything that you say needs to have a purpose and a reason for doing so. Um, and and when I spoke to Tom about this, you know, it's it's this whole thing about coaching is that you need to say or do the minimum effective thing. So the first thing you know, I said was minimal effective dosage. And yeah. I, I teach I teach a lecture on coaching science, right? So it's just like all right. It all always boils down to how can I get my message across in the smallest, most effective way possible yeah. for that person to take so, something on. So I, I had I had a golf I had, I had a golf I had a golf lesson and the guy I had a lesson with he was looking at my swing and all this sort of stuff and he just said all I want you to do is hit that ball as you would hit a draw 
He's just, and again, for those of you who know golf, will know that. Hmm. And I did it and he was like, yeah, that's fixed everything. He didn't talk about my wrist position, shoulder position, elbow, hips, order it was going. He just said one thing to me and it probably fixed three or four things. Probably. It's something I need to go back and check and look over and all that stuff. But it's this whole point of like, again, if you can give one cue instead of giving 10, give one. Yeah. And like we used to do it all the time with clients. You used to just give them one cue. And, and, and again, when, when you're doing PT stuff, it tends to be an external locus was always better. Again, something external for them to think about um, rather than something internal. You know, people always go, oh, yeah, so brace your core and squeeze your butt cheeks and like it's all those things. Just people can't sometimes compute that. Um, and, and it's the same with online coaching to a degree. People are so focused on when they do their check-ins on, on checking someone's protein, carbs and fats and literally talking to them about minutia detail of, of things that just aren't important but they're just a waste of everyone's time talking about and they don't spend enough time talking about the future and visualizing coaching and where you could be in 12 weeks time if we carry on this course where we could be what that would look like how you'll feel about that what it will mean for your future progress where you can then push on from there what how that would then potentially change your training and that how that would keep you motivated going forward and like you need to give your clients this map that they can see that their progress on and they can see where the end point is or where the next part of the journey is. And too many coaches just focus on firefighting in the moment of, oh, you struggle to hit your protein this week. Okay, cool. Here's loads of brand new ways to hit some protein. And again, that's, yeah, that's, that's great. You're right. But what's better is to say, well, look, if you carry on eating protein under by this amount, if we get to the next four months and you carry on eating this, you know, protein, you know, that amount, you're in a position where you've had 3,000 grams protein less than if you would if you're optimal amount. Now, do you think that is going to, at some point, cost you some muscle gain? Probably. Do you want to be in that position? Not really, because you want to maximize things as much as possible. So that extra 20 grams of protein is worth getting in for all your other meals. Think about the chicken portion you're having. Think about adding in those portions, making them a little bit bigger. Rather than just going, right, here's a solution, have a protein bar. Right. Well, no, but they're not hitting their protein, right? Is it because they're not having a protein bar? Is it because they're not thinking about it? Is it because they're not motivated about it? If you say that to them, they might be like, oh, fucking, I don't want to do that. I don't want to miss out on all those gains. Why, why would I want to do that? And that's just one example that I just made up literally the second. But it's it's those things that you need to understand about your clients. Uh, and it's not, like, believe me, it, they clients don't look at it as, oh, they've sent me 20 videos to watch. What? Oh, my God, that's so much value. That's amazing. <laughs> they go... <laughs> Oh my God, I've got to watch all of these. Like, can't you just tell me, can't you just text me what I need to watch out of these? It's important. Like that, honestly, like that's it. Think about what you would want. Think about how busy you are. Think about if you were to sign up for something, what it looks like. And you might just yeah. have an answer that will that will mean that you're a better coach rather than thinking that you have to give someone loads and loads and loads and loads of shit when ultimately that could lead to them going, I can't be doing this. Because how, how are they going to do that for a long period of time if it's taking that much time and effort and away from their day? I think yeah. that's, that's really, really important for coaches to realize. Yeah, especially, I guess we're talking about the client, the coaching feedback part of the check-in, right? Because there's obviously there's the, mm. the client check-in bit of the check-in. Um, and I think we're all, like, we're pretty similar in how we, like, feedback. Every, I will always feedback for a voice note or a, or a Loom video always um mm -hmm. no matter whether they've given me one or not um it tends to be if they've only like filled out the form which is fine i if they don't feel like i i don't have it like fast and loose especially because i'm not doing nutrition all the time um 
it's just like, all right, sometimes they don't need to send me a fucking video. I'm like, I don't mm. want to waste their time. And like, oh, can you send me a full video of what you've done this week, please? Um, then I don't need to. Like, yeah. we're in the we're we're Miso two GPP week three. I'm like, there's nothing fancy going on this week. Absolutely not. So why the fuck would I waste their time? And mm. realizing, I think some people are like, oh shit, no, I would I need one from every single week. And I'm like, if I get one once a month, I'm pretty happy. If I'm honest, in terms of videos. Um, I would like a voice note throughout the week at some point, just checking that you're alive um, and then do your fucking just, even if it's just do the rating system on my like check-in, I'd have like a one to 10 on like gym performance, outside gym performance and nutrition. Like if you just do that and then just go NA or for the rest of them, cool, happy. If they were all 10, I'm like, well, you don't need to write anything else, do you? Like you don't need to give me some big wins. You don't need Mm -hmm. to give me some mundane shit like about your plateauing or anything like that because nothing's happened um so and then on the feedback of that and it was interesting how you how you said like oh look at the bigger picture stuff um and i will always i'll review the week that they put because obviously they would have reviewed their week cool and i'm gonna answer what i think may have been the issue or just a simple well the fuck done that was good pick out something that i thought was nice mm-hmm. um in their numbers or whatever or i i commonly have to review technique right so they'll send me a bunch of like deadlift shit or some weird videos and stuff like that yeah um but then i'm gonna look forward to their next week and i want to say where i want them to focus on i'll be like because like yeah. some of my guys are training seven days a week right and I've got and doing nearly so one ultra guy's got seven days a week pretty much because he's got to just tick over on a couple of days and then I'm like all right I need you to do this here this here really think about this real quick I'm I'm not going to go super super high in depth and I'll, I'll do that on a voice note on another day if that's needed um and then but it, then again it's not 20 fucking minutes I don't think I've ever the only 20 15 ish minute video is during their onboarding week they might get from mm-hmm. me because I ask for about 20 different videos of technique on some exercises so I can look at it and I I look at all of them on a video to them and I'm like of course I send it via loom so they can watch me at fucking two times or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't have to actually sit and watch that for two minutes. I'll just be like, just, and I'll leave my voice note straight after and be like, make sure you look at this one, this one, and this one. You don't have to watch the full 20 minutes. That's fine. Um, I'm just not going to stop and start, stop and start, stop and start. Cause it's all pretty flowy. If you want to see me like Tom reacts kind of video, but that'll be the only one I try and keep mine. The shortest ones are probably 90 seconds up mm-hmm. to about eight minutes. Eight minutes is tops. Like yeah. I think I've I've gone on for far too long if I've done that. And I'll kind of like apologies. So yeah. Yeah, with that, we so basically like the, the you know, I had someone say to me, like, oh, I feel like if I don't send them a 20 minute check-in, they're not getting any value. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the value is in the result. I was like, I've had a client who's been with me for four, four, four years, four and a half years, who I've never sent a check-in longer than 10 minutes to. Yeah. I was like, is he getting any, is he getting value? No, like for, for four years, he stuck around. I was like, you can't get someone to stay for three months. So who's right and who's wrong? Maybe, just maybe. Again, like I, I put it like that. I was like, well, I think I'm, I'm you know, uh, like I said, it's it's that whole thing of having a background in it. And I just think it's important that, that people realize that you're the coach. You need to have confidence in your ability. And I think sending long videos with loads and loads of explanation, loads and loads of like, 
background and detail. It just it just doesn't instill confidence, in my opinion. If I got that from, say, I was like, I'm about to get a putting coach for golf. Shock horror, because I can't put so much. If, <laughs> if I sent him a video, right, and I haven't, I haven't signed up yet, so this could well happen, and I'll probably get rid of him if it happens. If I sent him a video of me putting, and he sent me back a 20-minute around the houses explanation without really giving me anything concrete, I'd be more concerned than if he sent me a two-minute video going, this is the drill you need to do right now, this second. That's what you need to do. Do that for two weeks, send me another video back, and let's see any improvements you made. I would feel more confident with that version, genuinely, especially because I think that they're a good coach because I've signed up with them. I know their credentials are high. I know they work with some high-quality people. That's how people view you as a coach when they sign up with you. That's how they view you. They've, they've made a decision to put money in your pocket out of theirs to take the stress away from them. You need to be confident in what you say. Even if you don't 100% feel confident, act confident. Act like you know what you're talking about. And it's the same when I used to get clients like on the gym floor, ask about nutrition stuff. I'm like, no, stupid, don't worry about it. Should I do this? No. Because I already know the client. So I don't need to go, well, it depends on the context. Because it doesn't. Because I know the context. <laughs> don't do it. It's like often it would be like, do I train fasted? No. No, don't train fasted. Because no. you're coming in and training like a piece of shit. It's hard enough getting you to train properly as it is. No. <laughs> but you. But so-and-so said, I don't care what so-and-so said. Do it. Right. Next. Do you know what? It's that. Who do you think? Again, you might, you might think it comes across as like short or blunt or even arrogant to a degree. It's just your experience and your, you know, you know more than them about this topic. Um, and, and that's what I think anyway, on, on the subject is, is your check-ins shouldn't be long just for the sake of being long. Um, and I think as a coach, people forget that part of the value they get in paying that money is the confidence they have in you. And if you send four, three minute check-ins in a month and you feel 100% confident in what you say and the client's getting results, they will stay. That's my opinion yeah. on it. Um, um, it shouldn't yeah. be like hard as well. Cause obviously like on check-in review, like prior to you recording the video, right? So this, they, again, like you said, you're like, you're not going to go longer than 10 minutes most of the time. Like I'm not going to be longer than it's like seven and a half, eight, but I have two notepads in front of me that I write in whilst I'm watching their check-in to me. So I'm like, but also the the magical ability, like I've got their check-in going, I can write things down that I hear that they're blah, 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 and also look at their stuff, like maybe their last week or program or, um, and that magical thing where you were like, oh, predict, see the future. Hence why you can fucking download my macro fucking annual planner like for free because mm -hmm. it enables you to see the future and what they're about to do. And it installs a little bit of confidence. So like, oh, actually you're going into this bit next phase. Cool. All right. Let's, let's see what happens. Um, and it just, it cuts out that kind of fluff that you might be spending fucking 15, 20 minutes on. And it's like, I just want to write down, let's say three fucking points about their week. And mm -hmm. that's your, that's the center of your conversation that you have with them on that check-in. Right that recording and just center around that fucking hell. If you give them free pointers on fixing something like in the week, that's pretty, that's going to go a long, long, long way. Trust me. Even it's like three little things just to be like, work on this, this, this off you go. Like, and then just a brief explanation to why, like you went into your little bit of depth. Um, and then that, that's like, if you spent a minute just going, having a little bit of, I guess, bants, 
with them asking like blah 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 i'll, I'll check in you throughout the week because if you're doing a 20 minute one i would prefer that you withheld some of those inform- that information and then they had to ask question or you sent them a voice note throughout the week. Oh, just by the way, I had a little thought on this, blah, 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 blah. Send you a mm-hmm. quick voice note just so you know they're kind of, you're thinking of them as well. And you've been like, all right, I'm going to make that a note and like send Dan a voice note on this topic on Thursday as I walk to the shop. Cool. Yeah. All right. That'd be wonderful because they've suddenly got that added value because you've kind of, you've had like a touch point day. Now I understand like some businesses teach about touch point days and I'm like, it's just like through the week, they're going to have a touch point with you. If, if you need to get in t- contact, I'd rather not have somebody just like badgering you the whole, like two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. I like the set day. I think that's the other thing as well. Coaches also have that. They they think, oh, how often should I check in with my clients? Like, what like, I've heard some people go all about every day. I'm like, oh my god, like fuck people are too me, fucking no. busy, man. Like leave them fuck alone. Yeah. Um. And and you just become again a nag on people. So I think in the first in the first month of coaching, I would often mm. with fat loss nutrition, I would do their check in, and then I also in the week send them a quick text. Everything okay? But yeah. to be honest, they would usually text me in that week anyway, just to say like, Correct. oh, yeah, yeah. things are going well, or feeling great here. And okay, cool, that's fine. I think after that point, you don't need to do that. Like I've got a client who I, I just barely text. It's just it's just his check-ins. That's, that's all that's all it's needed, all it does. I know he watches my Instagram. But it's just this obsession with these touch points and thinking that people need loads of your help all the time. And I actually think it scares people away just as much as it helps some people. And again, it's knowing your client and it's mm. understanding it's, where they're at. It is the whole value thing. And I I, I totally get it, but they're not the clients that you will get any results with who think that they need that much kind of, mm-hmm. I know, touch points and time, your time. Mm-hmm. And you just, they'll just be a pain in the ass and you'll want to get rid of them. If, if you're wanting to, if you feel like you've got to send them 20 minutes of your time every fucking week, and then you start doing the cost of what you're they're paying for you. Like, yeah not actually fucking great now is it like the whole point about online training is that it can be more scalable and it's cheaper for the client but more scalable for you so you can earn possibly better money than you're on the gym floor suddenly if you're sending 20 minute check-ins and you've had to do 10 15 minutes of review every single week that's 35 minutes cool All right and you're probably touch pointing with that person upscale it up to an hour then 150 quid all right, great. Now you're you're actually charging forty quid per hour. Then that's not even having any kind of program writing in there. Like, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. And that. for the yeah. your overheads of your software that you might be using, like anything like that. Um. So yeah, bit of a bummer. People just don't. People just don't <laughs> see it. They just don't. They just don't get it, and they don't understand again what. I think sometimes it's because they don't understand what they're offering deep down. I think they just think that they know what online coaching is, and it's like, nah, what you're offering is not online coaching. Is pointing out to people what they've done wrong last week. That's not coaching. Like, yeah. So I think if any piece of advice, I'd be like, yeah, I tend to write just little key points of what they're checking down. If they sent me a video or a voice note or whatever, and I'll center my thing around them. Anything I think that's important that's coming up in the next week or the next month to remember to think about, especially if they're pre-competition or something like that. And then, yeah, that's about it. A little bit of banter. If that takes more than yeah. five minutes, then what are we doing? Like, I want them to be able to like listen to it or watch it on the way to the shop. That that's what a check-in should be. It shouldn't. They should not have to sit down at their laptop and kind of like 
all right, I need to write notes on what Tom's told me today. Um, like they know, and they know if they if they've sent me exercises, they know they're going to see an exercise review, which will take a little bit longer, which is fine. Um, but that's that's not every single week, unbelievably, because they don't change their exercises every week. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, just looking how many, like how many. So if somebody's doing a twenty minute check in, is, is somebody like, I don't know. And if 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 people, um, I realise that everybody who's like probably listened to this now, um, but there still probably are some people out there. Please like have your clients do like Loom check-ins and stuff or voice note check-ins at least once or twice a month, not yeah. just a fucking type form. Um, and if you're using type form, stop using it. Um, unless you've got something that collates that data, is it this like you can like extrapolate it out onto? Uh, like an Excel spreadsheet, right? And they were just mm-hmm. what's the software? I can't remember what it's called. Can't remember what it's called. There is something, but that, that seems like an unnecessary thing in terms of paying for Typeform, paying for that software when you might as well just use a fucking G sheet mm-hmm. um, and have that person access it. There you go. But I don't know because um, <laughs> the same thing happens on Trainerize, right? You can't, the client can't see what they wrote last week, and yeah. you want to be able to review that. Um, because I'll like get it up and be like, all right, I'm gonna, re- I, I have the whole month out there, and like what they've been writing throughout the whole last 28 days, and I'm like, look, you're you're averaging like a seven out of ten gym performance as compared to where you were, like yeah. awesome, right? That's with progress. What the fuck happened here? Um, so yeah, those touch points. But yeah, I guess it's just it's being human and being a human. It we is, know our attention I'm- span is is small. Exactly that, but also as well, there's elements of it where like the personal, like I say, banter side of it is just as important as well with with that with with clients, and and it's the one thing that in a personal training environment you get a lot of that really makes people stick around is that they like you, like spending time with you, they enjoy you, um, and we need to create that online as well with people. They need to they they're yeah. going to want to look forward to your check in. They want to sit down and get excited about it. They want to make it an event in their week that they look forward to. That's one of the key things about it, and I think that. Not enough coaches are doing that either. They're making it an event. And I'm, look, I'm not saying I'm the most like joyful, charismatic person on my check-ins, but there's. No. I like to think that. I think that people are stick around. They, I've they get, heard they get, that they get every single every monthly check-in that Dan does, he wears a silly hat for <laughs> check-in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Definitely for <laughs> um, but you know, you, you, it's it's their opportunity to kind of like feel excited about what they're doing and their journey they're on, like. You're the, you're the snapshot of that. Like, you've got to give it to them, really. And there's something like cheating and coaching for this kind of, if you if you feel like you're bad at memorizing people's like lives and stuff like that, write it down. Right Fuck down. me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, every, when you take on a new client, right, ask them what they like, what do they do? Like, and write it down. What did you do over the weekend? Cool, write it down. Just because then, then you'll come back to the next week and you feel like a magic person. And you're like, all right, how was Jeff's birthday? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. All right. Massively underrated. A... That is massively underrated. Like, it's insane. It's just like, all right. I always like, there's a lad that goes to a lot of gigs. Cool. We're going to chat. Like, I, I normally, we, I have like a lot of banks for about three or four of my clients about music because they know I'm into like metal and we'll talk well, you're about not into, You're not into stuff. music. You're into someone screaming at you. <laughs> 
to be fair, three or four of them are into that as well, which obviously why they've properly come towards me because of my shit taste of music. Um, but yeah, that'd be stuff that we talk about. It would be football or it'd be like, out of shit. Like, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Um, or get to know about their job if they've got an interesting job. I'm sure David's listening to this. Um, and I think his job's awesome. So, but the, the guy researching like food and shit, I'm, I, I mostly want to check in about that. It's like, yeah, enough mm. of your ultra running. Like, let's talk about fish. Because um, I find it super interesting what, what some of these guys do. So it's just like, all right. Especially the ones that aren't coaches anyway. Unfortunately, they're few and far between. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, write it down. It's insane. Um, have a little note. If it, And if you're like, oh, I don't have a notepad, I'll buy one. Or use notes and just have Alex on one of the notes. And then yeah, you'll have all their super. notes. <laughs> for the last like whatever time and you can write that as and if it, like you accidentally screen record it when you send them why well, i don't give a shit you've just written stuff down yeah. like it's like i have yeah i feel managed to fill my notes i think it, like and i start deleting them on my computer so i was like that's oh, stupid but yeah. yeah it's insane every little every little nook and cranny not on turn but it, it ends up being i'm sure you talk about it in your videos and like the playbook and stuff like that in the group but it's just like little nuances that about coaching that personal side of being a personal trainer or online coach is just, yeah. And that's the whole point. I feel like you, it's harder to be personal for being an online coach because of that distance between you, but you've got to somehow bridge that gap. Um, and that's what a check-in should be. Not, yeah, a 20 minute, I'm not watching a 20 minute YouTube video sometimes of something I want to look at. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a bit long. This seems like a bit of a time investment. All right, 20 minutes, fuck off. Mm-hmm. No. there you go anyway, it just shows you doesn't it just shows you no. it does show you but yeah yeah no. alright is there any any other business we can keep this vague I think we're eh, about to come out to about 40 minutes Absolutely. I need a shower because I do need a shower yeah. we're doing it at different time um, days and normal aren't we and then next week obviously I'm I'm back in the UK so there probably won't be uh, there probably before. won't where people always people think like when we're together that we'll do a live one or like we'll do it and we're like nah it's actually hard <laughs> it's, it's usually like not the case whatsoever because we're like we haven't got it in the calendar or we'll just be like yeah I feel like I feel like we'll take the piss out of each other if we did it in person I'd just start throwing shit at you most yeah. of the time uh, I think it's it's probably good with uh, five thousand miles of distance between us. Uh, probably until the next <laughs> until the next golf week because it's usually the golf week isn't it when you're over and we're like no nah, we're playing golf. True. So. Then we're like we'll we'll do a podcast. Then we're like nah it's, that's fine. It feel, feels like a lot of effort. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's only three hundred and fifty. What what episode is this? Three hundred fifty-eight. Too many now, isn't it? Well, too many. No, I should call it a day. Once Ooh, we get to five hundred. Once we get to 500, then we'll think about doing something else. Uh, then we'll start a pod- golf podcast. And then we'll do the golf start. one, yeah. Easy. <laughs> It'll be fine. All right. Any other business, Daniel? Not for me, no. No, no. Wonderful. If you're at the event, we will see you there. Um, I'm going to be wearing a big Daniel T-shirt with your face on it. Basically. Be good. And... Uh... <laughs> Uh, we are going to where are we going Roxy's ballroom for beer pong and drinks so yeah. that'd be fun Dan's gonna get his ciders that'd be good yeah. I'll, buy, I'll buy your recoddling nice little recoddling for Daniel but remember that everybody's Dan's order is uh, oh no you you if you're gonna get him something non-alcoholic it's the thing that tastes like TCP or DP or is it root beer Fucking root weirdo. beer yeah 
Very nice. Fucking disgusting. Um, and then as many shots as Mezcal. He usually tells me that. He's like, can we have as many shots as Mezcal as possible? And then he probably doesn't know what that is. And mm. then... Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. Was it, is it just fruit? There's got to be a particular one, isn't you? Which which fruit record league are you going after? Just the sweetest one, probably. Just record league or Copperberg? Is there a difference? Either or. They're both the same thing, aren't they? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just whatever whatever version of alcohol pop that the 17-year-olds are uh, drinking. Correct. Dan is your man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm drinking, to be fair. Uh, probably nothing, because my whoop will be like, you've been a bad boy. Yeah, Every probably. single time I drink, it just goes, why did you do that? Just give up life. You should die. Go away. It's crazy. Why don't drink? There you go. Mate, what is life? My aura <laughs> ring says the same thing. I've got to go drink now, so got somebody's birthday, apparently. It's sunny, so I'm going to enjoy it. Enjoy it, mate. I will. Um, Thanks for this, guys. We'll see you at the event if you're there. If not, I hope you got five more from this. And sort your check-ins out, yeah? See you later.